it's the Fitness Sisters. Alberto, roll that intro. Hey, hey. Welcome to the BBR Podcast. Hey, girls. So you'll notice that we're missing Clayton today. It is our second podcast and we wanted to hit you with a girly chat. Gym intimidation and judgment. Gym intimidation is a thing. It's a real thing. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, girls, in all seriousness, this is a topic that we really wanted to touch on because it is so highly talked about in our forum, in our DMs, emails, something that we have both personally experienced and something that we wanted to delve into and sort of expand on and give you girls not only our experience, but how we sort of have overcome um, judgment and intimidation, whether it be in the gym. So that's what I sort of wanted to touch on is what exactly is intimidation and judgment? I wish it was just like one thing, yeah, but, but it's, it's not. not. It can range from so many different avenues. So like feeling intimidated can go from anywhere walking into a gym if you're someone who hasn't joined a gym before to taking a walk and wearing an outfit that might not you know, be approved by whoever you're walking past. It could be a crop top or some booty booty shorts. shorts, um, Performing certain movements. Mm -hmm, In the gym. And then judgment sort of carries over to maybe having the confidence to perform an exercise or hit a training program, but being judged by those around you anyway, Mm. even though what you're doing is something that you love. Mm. Workplace is a big one that we notice our girls um, struggle with well any sort of support system or community around them Mm -hmm. so workplace family partner there are a lot of people who might have a comment on how you're living your life Mm -hmm. and that can hurt Mm -hmm. depending Mm -hmm. on what they say Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) judgment is such a crazy thing and you know as humans it's our first instinct you know back in the caveman days as soon as you come across someone or something you know you judge it And I don't think there's anything wrong with, you know, judgment. I think it's quite normal. I think we all do it. I think it's crazy to say I've never judged anyone before. But it's important to be able to deal with that judgment and intimidation and still be okay and continue on your journey as you are. What did your mum and dad teach you? If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. Just don't. Don't do it. (laughs) Don't. No, so what I thought we could start with is personal experience because Mm -hmm. honestly, I think sometimes I know I get comments and messages from girls who don't necessarily believe that I could have gone through something Mm -hmm. like that, but don't you worry, we have. Through every stage of our... Oh, on social media, you know, we still experience the same, you know, judgment and you know, negative comments, but it is up to you to really decide on, you know, how you deal with it and if you do let it hold you back or if you let it set you bloody free. Exactly. And through personal experience becomes personal gain and Mm -hmm. the gains that we have made, we want to be able to share with you. Mm -hmm. We're not saying we're the all and end all of knowledge, but we do believe that we have some tips and tricks on things that you can do, ways that you can deal with it. So we want to talk about those as well at the end. So we'll start with our experience and I'll touch on a few things, but my first experience of judgment in the gym was, you know, all the way back in 2014, 2015, 
I got my first gym membership. I was so, so excited. I had my, I just got my license. So I would attend all of the classes, whether that be body attack, body pump, spin. I felt really comfortable and confident and accepted when I was in those classes and in, in those rooms. Um, but I would sometimes peek outside the door at the weight room and <gasps> peek back in. I Can I just say, remember having to walk through the weight room that was to the class? Oh that God. was intimidating. Like... I was so, so nervous um, to the point where then I had a few friends who started to, you know, get get amongst the gym, the weight room. So I would sometimes go with them. And again, I would feel so, so nervous and intimidated that people were watching me, that I wasn't doing things correctly. And I would start to make up stories in my own head. And they were that they were exactly that they were stories. Um, and it was it's funny, it wasn't until I actually found myself to be more confident. So I started following a training program. I started adding in quite new movements. This was a while ago, you know, things like hip thrusts and kickbacks weren't really your typical bodybuilding movements. And it wasn't until I had the confidence to start performing these that I actually started to experience judgment and negativity um, from people inside the gym. And uh, I remember a few comments getting back to me like, why is she hip thrusting? Um, that's not Why even is she using a Smith machine to just hip thrust? Yeah, and she's doing it for attention. Yeah, I'm over here hip thrusting for attention, like <laughs> honestly. But I remember these comments, they really did get to me to the point where they were always from men a lot of the time, from like mm. bodybuilding men. And I ended up like getting really quite upset to the point where I would only attend the gym at lunchtime because no one was there I would never go at peak hours and I really started to let it define what I did and how I felt which you know I was never going to win by doing that Mm. the second thing I experienced was outfit choice I am a big believer and I will always stand by this wear what makes you feel confident wear and express yourself how you want to because at the end of the day if we were all the same life would be so freaking boring and I would get a lot of comments when I felt confident enough to move from a singlet to a crop top Mm. I started to get a lot of comments um, about you know my outfits or what I was wearing to the point where again I would find myself only attending the gym at certain times you know only filming my workouts at certain times or if certain people were there I wouldn't film And it really started to define who I was and what I did. And it got to the point where I was like, I'm no longer. It's like one day a a switch just flipped. And I was like, you know what? Nah, no. (laughs) I'm going to do whatever I want and I'm going to do what makes me happy. And if people have a problem with that, that's on them. And it's really none of my business. And it was a really defining moment for me. And don't get me wrong. I still experience some of these comments, um, especially with my bandos that we bought out with Muscle Nation. There's a few people that have made a few, you know, nasty comments about that. And I just really think at the end of the day, you know, it's a reflection of them. It's a reflection of who they are and they are allowed an opinion. And, you know, at the end of the day, I know I keep saying this, but I just have to be proud and be comfortable of the skin and the person I am. And I am. So if they want to make those comments, you know, that is on them and that is a reflection of, you know, who they are. But I know that I would never, ever make another woman feel uncomfortable about being who they are or wearing what they want. And I think that fighting that and, you know, stepping up and defending women and each other is how we get things to being normal. Look around the weight room. 
you see more females than males these days. We're dominating. And that is because we have stepped up and we've stepped up and we've proved that we are in control and that we are dominant and that we are strong and empowering and that we're behind each other. And I feel like we've got to keep doing that day in, day out. So what's your experience, Em? Yours is a little different to mine, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, we've all had those experiences. I've definitely had a few cars yell out of their, you know, people oh, yell out of their car windows when I'm literally just walking down my street. But a really pivotal moment for me was when I started, I had been going to gym for a while and I would always go into the cardio room and I would wake up every morning, do my cardio for 45 minutes on a cardio machine. And the most interest I got out of that is, you know, I would rotate the cardio equipment so that I would get as least bored as possible until one day a girl who was in the weights room a lot, and this was so rare back then, asked me if I wanted to join her sessions for a week. And I was like, wow, like, you know what? I would love to. You look like you have some knowledge. You smash out these weight sessions every single day. You seem to really know what you're doing. And I would love to join in on that and hopefully pick up some things. So I did. But within about a week, I started falling into that mentality of concern you know, was I going to get bulky from this? There was was a massive stigma. We all know of this stigma. We all do. Was I going to get bulky? Was I going to put on unwanted size? What exactly were these weights going to do to me? And this is where it comes down to, I guess, support system. I would talk to my partner at the time about this because he would go to the gym every morning with me. And I would sort of say like, I love what I'm doing, but I'm really worried I'm going to get big and bulky and I just, I really don't want that. And look, it's nothing on him. He didn't know any better either, but he kind of looked at me and was like, you know what? Like, yeah, maybe you should stop training weights if you're worried about getting bulky because, you know, you probably will. And I was like, oh yeah, you're probably right. Like, I I really don't want that to happen to me. And I had no word of a lie, stopped training. Mm. I went back to my cardio equipment and I was so fearful of, I don't know what I thought was going to happen, turn into the Hulk, (laughs) Um, of what was happening that I literally just stopped. And it took just one conversation with someone who meant something to me at the time to completely change my attitude on that. It's funny that sometimes it really is from the ones we love and it's funny you say that because dad we absolutely adore our dad he is honestly the best thing ever but he wasn't really familiar with weight training or competing or weights it was all very new to him and when I started to get a little bit muscly I remember he made a comment and he was like oh you know your back's looking muscly don't get don't get too muscly And it's funny because his intention was so pure. He would never mean to say something that could upset me. But those things stick, especially when they're from people that we love. Well, I tend to find opinions of those who we care about are what matter most. I always like think of this in my head where I go, those who matter shouldn't mind and those who mind, you know, don't matter. But sometimes when the people who care about you and who you care about have these negative opinions, it can really get to you. And I think that's where communication is really important. We see a lot of our girls in our forum who experience, you know, their partners not accepting their new lifestyle or their friends not accepting their new lifestyle. And we're blessed in that 
we have the opportunity here to communicate with these people. You know, when it's an outsider, we, we can't really communicate the way we feel with them. But when it's someone close to us, it's important that you do let them know what they're saying is affecting you and that you really need their support. And if they can't do that and if they can't be that person for you, you might be evolving out of that relationship or out of, you know, that friendship, which is, is hard. But I know I have um, over the years. And I do find that this can collate back to work environment as well. Mm. I have heard endless stories about women who have started a new health and fitness journey and have had nothing but negative comments thrown back at them in a workplace. And it's easy to say, like, it's just your work people don't worry about it but you spend so much time with these people day in day out and when you have these constant negative opinions being thrown Mm. around of something that you've chosen to do to better yourself Mm. it's hard and it's communication isn't always unfortunately the answer no it's um funny you say that I remember we had a comment in our forum once from one of our girls who had experienced some workplace bullying with her new health and fitness lifestyle you know why why do you want to lose weight why are you doing this um you eat too much um you're eating all the time uh to the point where she ordered this girl ordered her a coffee and purposely put in like six sugars or something Mm. and watched her drink it and then looked over and laughed and said haha by the way i put four uh, six sugars in that which is just (sighs) freaking terrible and astonishing astonishing that this is still going on (laughs) crazy to me but it is and so I guess it's important for us to understand that like, you know, it's not communication isn't always going to be the answer. And that's where I guess it comes back to us having to take the responsibility of dealing with it personally to the point where we have got to ignore, I guess, to a certain degree, communicate. And if that person isn't giving you anything, um, you know, I I would look at getting put somewhere else or, you know, put away from that person, I guess, moved away from that person. And I guess creating a mindset where Mm. it doesn't matter what people say about Mm. you because your mentality and your self-belief is so strong Mm. that those people are nothing but white noise. Mm -hmm. Yes, loved ones um, are a very different story Mm. and we would highly encourage you to communicate your concerns with them. But everyone else, like I can literally count on both hands how many people whose opinion would genuinely affect me. Mm-hmm. Anyone outside of that, it's about ignoring and overcoming because mm-hmm. not everyone on this planet is going to agree with what you're doing, no. um, how you're spending your time mm-hmm. and how you look. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. let's be honest. So at the end of the day, it's about you loving what you're doing, yes. you loving how you're spending your time, you loving how you look and feeling good within yourself. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it takes ignoring a lot of people yeah. for that to happen. Mm-hmm. But if you're happy in what you're doing. <laughs> There's been a what? few occasions in my life that I have, you know, bitten back, I guess you could say, at mm-hmm. a comment or at a um, conversation about me. And honestly... The energy and the negativity Mm. around that and the way it escalated was just so not worth biting back. And I'm a big believer in, yes, stick up for yourself when when it's appropriate. But also, you know, we only have so much energy. I always talk about this, like choose where you put your energy. And I just refuse to put my energy into negative people and negative comments. Mm -hmm. 
don't get me wrong, I'm okay with people having an opinion. I think that's fine. Mm. But I do think as an adult and as a person, it's our responsibility on how we communicate that opinion and where we communicate it. I think, you know, between each other, your family, your close ones, you can have those conversations about certain topics or things that, you know, you feel a certain way about. But as an adult, it is our responsibility to know the line between giving an, giving an opinion and bullying. Yeah. And it's a thing. Bullying occurs every single day, workplaces, online, it's everywhere. And I, I do think that it is our responsibility to choose what we say and how we say it and where we say it. I just feel there's so many occasions in so many different people's lives where you don't necessarily feel like you belong or you're made to feel like what you're doing is wrong or, you know, anything like that. I, I like to remind everyone that you're only different until you're in a room of like-minded people. Yes, and it, I love that. It sounds crazy, but you're literally an exit away from going into a space where there's people who do what you do, believe in what you believe in, have the same passion. Support, empower. If you find yourself in a situation where you don't feel like you belong, that's not you. That's the situation. Mm -hmm. And you just need to walk out of those doors, be okay with leaving Mm. and walk into something that is more you, Mm. something that you can feel good about, something that you can feel passionate about. And people who can make you feel good as well it's normal to evolve it's normal to change you know don't be don't be scared of changing me five six years ago to who I am now is a completely different person Um, change is a part of growing and I think it's important to embrace it we will change and we will evolve from situations and and from people you know over the years certain friends you won't have the same beliefs anymore you won't have you won't share the same interests or passions passion and that is okay and I think it's important to as Emma said find you know a group or a community or um, people who do share those things with you and I think until you do that you're forever going to be subjected to judgment and intimidation Mm -hmm. but I can tell you now that when you're in a space that's safe and an environment that's positive Mm -hmm. and loving that you're no longer going to be subjected to those negative feelings. Yes, they're always going to be there. Yes, there's always going to be situations in your life where you may have to deal with those things. But the more you place yourself in positivity and happiness and all those sort of emotions, the less you're going to have to deal with the other stuff. It's choosing. We we do have control in where we put our energy and what we, you know, let into our lives. And I do believe that stop allowing for negativity to be the main focus of each day. Mm. You know, Emma and I are on social media, right? Mm. We're pretty blessed in that we get a lot of positive feedback and we get yeah. a lot of positivity. But every now and then we will get, you know, a nasty comment or a rude comment and we have two choices, ignore and delete or give our energy to that comment. But what will that do? What does giving our energy to something so negative bring us? I'm telling you now, I've done it. It brings you nothing. Mm. So really pick and choose what's worth putting your energy into and you know what's worth allowing into your space because it's, there's a lot out there and it's really important to be very selective with that. And I guess that kind of leads us to where we want to discuss how or like tips and tricks on things to overcome Mm -hmm. feeling this way. Now, we're not saying that you're going to be able to eliminate this 
judgment or intimidation no. out of your life completely. It's just unfortunately not possible. It always exists, but it's like how can how you best can we, deal yes, with it? Yeah. And how Sis? can girl? How can it exist in a way that it, it's there but it doesn't matter? Yeah. So we have kind of three little tips yeah. that we've come up with together. So do you want to take it away or do you want me to start on number one? You take it away, sis. So number one is, and we have spoken a bit about this, community. Mm-hmm. Put yourself in a community that you love and believe in and that loves and believes in you. Mm-hmm. It's simple, but it is so damn effective when it comes to feeling positive and feeling supported. Mm-hmm. I think as well, it's funny it's easy, it's always easy to play the victim. I also think that when, you know, people are making certain comments, try to take a step back, try to understand and think about how that person may be feeling, what's their situation, what's their story. I always am big on and I always say to our girls in the forum, like, you know, it's important to not judge and to not act on someone's comment because we don't know how they're feeling. We don't know what they're going through. So another big tip is communication. And I think, especially with those who are close and that you care for Mm. instead of just you know ignoring what they're saying it is important to attempt communication with that person let them know how they're making you feel Um, and if you're not seeing progress there you you really do need to probably think about if that relationship is serving you anymore and or if that friendship is serving you anymore and if you need to maybe look at distancing yourself for a little bit and seeing if things can change um, so a big one, a second, our second tip, community is our first tip. Second tip is communication. And third is purpose. Mm-hmm. So I want to talk about situations that give you purpose. So instead of going into a gym and kind of not knowing what you're going to do and feeling intimidated and feeling judged, go into the gym with a purpose. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're a beginner and you don't necessarily know what that purpose mm-hmm. is, there are so many programs out mm-hmm. there. There are so many YouTube videos. It's it's free information. It's not even information that you have to invest in mm-hmm. in that way. But invest in yourself by creating a purpose mm-hmm. so that when you go into the gym, it's you're not second guessing anything. Mm-hmm. You're hitting play on your app or on your YouTube video. Mm-hmm. You're putting your headphones in and you're just smashing mm-hmm. out a workout. Everything else around you becomes white noise. And I think it's important to also understand and know that, you know, just you can't think, oh, I'm going to go in the gym because, you know, Rachel and Emma said just to be confident and that I, I shouldn't feel these feelings. To be honest, it took me years to get into the gym. I started with classes I moved to circuits I would set up in a little area in the corner of a gym I would work out there until I finally felt confident enough to you know make it into the weight room where I could then um, lift weights and feel competent in the gym it's okay to also go through those stages if you feel most comfortable and confident working out from home and you're not quite ready that is still okay and we've all been there and we all did work our way up to feeling that way. So know that those feelings are also normal but as Emma said, by having a purpose and by having everything you know planned and put into place, it leaves a lot less room for those feelings to yes. kind of become anxiety, emotions and to feel overwhelmed to the point where you're like, what am I doing here? This is wrong, someone's staring at me. You're in there, you know exactly what you're doing and your feeling and your, your your confidence is growing. And I think that's really important. And the same with outfits, girls. Wear what makes you feel good, like a freaking queen. Slay. That's all we're going to say, all right? Just slay out there. And know that 
there are a lot of girls who are actually looking at you thinking, oh my God, she looks fabulous. Yeah, where did she get that from? If someone's staring at you, it's not always a negative thing. Sometimes they might genuinely be actually curious in awe or as to where you got your outfit from. So positivity girls, try to take things in a positive light. Try not always to victimize yourself and to think negatively. Choose positivity always, always, always. We really hope that you have enjoyed this little conversation. We really wanted to share not just our experiences, but I guess little things that have helped us, Mm -hmm. but also that know that this happens to everyone. Mm -hmm. You're not alone, but there is a light at the end of the tunnel. Yes, girls. Go out there and glow. We love you all. Thanks for tuning in. We will see you all in our next podcast. Much love.